0: Laid out how you thought it would up in East Lansing tonight. Late night Michigan basketball talk after Michigan falls to Michigan State up in East Lansing by 19 points. It's a final. It's over. We're ready to go and talk a little Michigan like we do after every Michigan basketball game. Game number 21 on the season, and it was up in East Lansing versus Michigan State. And in this game, U of M played really well in the first half. They were up by a bucket. I guess you could say a triple because it was three points, 35, 32. But then the second half took place in the pattern. The story of the season for the Wolverines. They can't get it done in the second half and they uh, dropped this one 81 to 62 MSU hit 13 of 17 field goals in the first 10 minutes of the second half to come roaring back you, it was in the first 5 minutes uh, like I, you know you hear coaches talk about the, the first 2 minutes of a half and all these different segments michigan you know, you, you expected it you have seen it all year long and you, you thought, well, maybe it'll be a little bit different. If you didn't watch this game, or let's say, if you just watched the first half of this game and you hadn't watched any Michigan games all year long, you'd say, man, Michigan's good. Like they, they, they didn't have Doug McDaniel and and Jalen Llewellyn. He looked really good, man. And, and Michigan had a, a bounce in their step. They, now, now they were hitting, you know, you look good when you're hitting your shots. You know, we all have to admit that. But they, they they had a little, uh, you know, like I said, bounce on their step. They were playing with a little swagger. And they seemed like they had a uh, a, a a game plan. And a game plan, Terrence Williams II, get him the ball, clear out, and and let him cook. And he looked like he was doing that. Get it down to Terrace Reed and let him use his size and bowl his way to the basket. And, and Reed Jr. was doing that. TW2 was knocking down his shots. Llewellyn was fabulous. I mean, he looked like everything that you would have want when he transferred in. He got hurt, but like he was scoring off of one leg, knocking in threes. I mean, he looked really good. And then Kamwa looked played well as uh, in addition to the first half and you really had to take a step back and say wow man if if this team can keep this up boy you know they, they can uh they can do something that they haven't been able to really do all year long and that would be come up with a a huge win and certainly one on the road but you know you've been watching Michigan so you knew that the second half was gonna happen and You know, Michigan, also, if you've been watching them, you know that they really don't have much off the bench. Now, Trey Jackson was some instant offense tonight. He had the mask on because of a a nasal injury, whatever it is. And so he gave him a little shot in the arm. And, you know, Cheddar, you you want to see him give him a little shot in the arm. He wasn't able to tonight. But they're playing Jace Howard, like, you know, Jace Howard, you'd say, why do you even play Jace Howard? Because they don't have anybody else to play. I mean, you, you've got some walk-on, so you got to get Jace out there for a couple of minutes. But you know, he's in over his head. He is not a—I don't say not a Division One play. He's not a, 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 a Big Ten basketball player. But you know, they've got to play him. That's what they're up against. So You say, well, what happens? I mean, the, the other team just out Michigan in the second half, uh, I think that's part of it. I, th- I think that's true. I, I also think that that Michigan, they have to expend a lot of energy because of um, the limited amount of players that they have. And But, you know, like you'd say, you know, shouldn't it be like 10 minutes into the second half when, you know, that's when the full time, because usually it's like right in the second half. And, and can you blame, you know, wind or, you know, a short bench for that? No. So coaching, is the other thing. And I also think this, it's in their heads. Every other team knows that, you know, Michigan will, will come out and, you know, play loosey-goosey and play with nothing to lose and play really well. Uh, Well, and and play well. They have done it this year. And then you know what everyone's saying at the half. we got to come out and just put it on them. Show them who's boss. Turn the tables. Every other team has done it to them this year. And that's what Michigan State did. So, you know, that's the long and short of it for Michigan. Big surge in the second half for MSU. MSU got out. And if you're looking for more specifics, you could say, I want more. I'll just say it was uh you know the the typical fashion. Well, besides state hitting the 13 of 17 in the first 10 minutes, they they got the ball inside talking about MSU, a lot more points in the paint, and they also got out in transition. State was running. They Michigan did a good job getting back and limiting any fast break points in the first half, and it was completely different in the second half. State was out running, gunning and and converting on the run and points in the paint, and, you know, that's it. Hitting all their shots, and, you know, that's not different because Michigan, you know, they're statistically pretty good offensively, but they, they, they don't guard and compete on the defensive end. They can't stop the ball in transition. Now, they did in the first half, but they have not been able to do that for for 40 minutes. They can do it for 20 minutes, but they can't do it for 40. And why can't they compete on the defensive end? It's a good question for Juwan Howard. Talent, lack of talent, and, you know, the other team, and it's in their heads. So that's it. That's That's where we're at with uh tonight's game some of the the feedback is i would say predictable people and, and what do you want people to say well it's, um i mean what what is the let me think about i was asking today what what's the 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 best scenario for the rest of Juwan Howard's tenure, but what, what's the best scenario for this season heading into a game like tonight would be like playing hard and, and getting a victory on the road against one of your rivals. That would have been, I mean, like, so here we are talking about after the game, surprising the fan base of the Michigan fan base by, by winning a close ball game by putting together an entire 40 minutes. You know, thinking about some kind of miraculous uh, turnaround, this team just doesn't have it in them. So, I mean, we, we can all hope for that. And there's, there are instances in sports where teams have turned things around and, hell, this particular uh, – not this particular group, but, you know, Michigan basketball has, you know, won the Big Ten tournament before and was able to get into it. But, you know, the, there's no signs that this team has anything like that in them. And, and so nobody nobody is saying it. Nobody should say it. I mean, what are you going to suggest? A, a miraculous turnaround because sports are... No. Let's see them do it once or twice before we even consider that they could do something like that. So that would be it. And then you just got to think about of the off season, and and we don't know what will happen there. Now, Ward Manuel's, uh, what you I think is an extremely patient AD, and this was his handpicked choice. So there is a, like I have talked about in the last few, uh, a path to, you know, Howard coming back and changing his assistance and but. Also, Michigan has never finished last in the Big Ten in over 50 years. And they're on track to do that. So that's something that really sticks out. Not in the Tommy Amaker days, not in the Brian Ellerby days. They finished 10th a couple times in an 11-team Big Ten, but they have never finished dead last since Kazzy Russell, Left to go to the pros the next year. Michigan dead last in the big 10. Was it 66? I think. So that, that along with just this particular team, you know, could stand out would be enough where Ward might say, okay. Or maybe Juwan himself says, so that's it. And I don't want to, you know, beat that drum every post game. You think about it. I did tell everybody that I was going to, Assemble a a list of potential replacements, and Jay Wright's name comes up a lot. You know that one would be at the very top of my list. And you say automatically, it was Jay Wright not coming back. You know to college basketball, and you know that's fine. I still put his name at the very top of the list. And you you know you put together as much money as, as you possibly can. And you offer to make him the highest paid coach in college basketball and you make your pitch and that's it. And, you know, so that's number one on the list. So that's it. That's where we're at. I'll read a couple more. I'll read some of the, I didn't read the other ones for those listening on the podcast, but you, you know, like they're all calling for Juwan. Lance is saying it's the same old song and dance, six minute drought in the second half and let it get away. How has Juwan kept his job? Well, uh, clearly it's coaching. They have talent. Well, I mean, I, I would say that they have some talent, but they're, but it is a coaching issue. I'm not over here arguing that it's not a coaching issue. How has he kept his job? Well, you may have made a move after last season. I would not have, but, Obviously, it's it's fair to uh, look towards the end of this season and say you would like to see a change. I mean, it's very fair. I'm not you're not like some like uh, you know crazed fanatic or something that like oh my god. Uh, no, it's it's very reasonable to be asking for a change at the top. Michael is saying you need a change of leadership and direction. <clears throat> Henry's putting out a a names. uh, If you've listened to me for any time, I I can tell you that Brian Dutcher is, uh, is persona non grata. The, the, uh, he is not going to be considered uh, as a, a Michigan basketball coach. Now you should say, you know, why? (laughs) Because he was, um, he was under Steve Fisher during the Ed Martin scandal. That's why. Now, yeah, that's why he's not coming back. Putting the other names on here DeFreeze, Shirts. You're the first three candidates for Michigan basketball. And um, Michael pointing out that defense isn't about desire and heart, which is lacking in an obvious way. I don't have an argument for that. You know, Juwan himself. And in it was uh, in December, he pretty much said what you're saying that his team just didn't compete defensively, you know, challenging them. He basically said these guys aren't, yeah. they're not trying hard enough. They're, you know, they're not up to the challenge. They're not competing. I mean, that's what he said specifically. They're not competing. So there's no real reason to go around and to come up with any other names for it. You know, these guys are not competing. And you're right defensively. I mean, like if you're athletic enough, like, you know, me going out there, I could try as you know hard as I wanted and, you know, be as intense as I wanted you guys would just be blowing past me. But a you know, defense, if you're athletic enough, it is number one thing. It doesn't matter. You listen to people that have played the game or anything. It is desire. It is about challenging yourself to play on that end of the floor. Uh, there are some teams that, you know, flip the switch. And, and Michigan obviously isn't good enough to do anything like that, doing any flip switching or, you know, they're just. And then it comes back to coaching. You got to be able to communicate and connect with your players to play as hard, uh, to play both sides of the ball. Michigan doesn't do that. So. That's where we're at. Let's look at some of the numbers for this one. Take a look at the numbers for all the game. Put them up on the board. Trey Jackson, talked about him. I guess we'll start with the bench. I have the bench points up there. Eight points and three boards for Trey Jackson, the masked one. Uh, he made some um, – he was some instant offense. And nice game there for Trey. Will Cheddar, this is a big disappointment, a big bagel for the Cheddar man. Zero points, one board, one assist. One three. That's not going to get it done. Jace played and uh, shot an air ball. Uh, That sounds mean. That's what it was. Let's just say he was 0 for one, which is true as well. Jalen Llewellyn had a team high 18. Three boards, one assist. Nice game there for Jalen, who is thrust into the starting role with Doug McDaniel serving his road suspension, watching back at home. Maybe make a joke about him studying. I don't know. TW2, 14 points, five of ten. He was all right. Kamwa, you're gonna want a little bit more. You know, I like Kamwa, nine points, seven boards, but there's there's uh Kamwa can do everything out of the floor. There's two things that I don't don't like Kamwa doing. One is passing in transition, and the other one is dribbling in transition. He's not a very good dribbler, and he's not a very good passer, but he does everything else well. But not enough there for Olivier Kamwa. Same thing with Damari Burnett, eight points, two boards. Terrace Reed. In the first couple minutes of this game, uh, he was aggressive. He was taking the ball to the hole, and then he disappeared for the rest of the game. Only one personal, five points, nine boards. Not good enough. Oh, good game from Llewellyn. Good game from TW2. The rest, Kamwa, Burnett, and Reed. You're going to need a lot more if you're going to want to win on the road in the Big Ten. Trey Jackson did a nice job coming back. He's been banged up. Nice job. Cheddar, big-time disappointment. Blank name who you got to give it to him. He watches these Michigan basketball games, and he saw a positive. He says he saw Llewellyn. Says if he continues doing that, McDaniel will be pushed to – Knock this immature crap off. I don't know. You would think, you know, you say the immature crap, him not, you know, him getting suspended for academic reasons. So, yeah, I mean, that you could call that immature. You would think that he would be getting that message loud and clear with not being able to, I mean, it, it's pretty much like he could play. And then the academic thing is out there. Uh, it's an embarrassment. You know, that's like, you know, putting a dunce cap on him and saying, yeah, it's weird. You know, he plays at home, doesn't play on the road. Everybody says it's weird because it is. And that's where it's at with that. And it gets magnified when you lose. And it gets magnified when you only have one or two ball t- uh, ball handlers. It gets magnified when you're the leader of the team and you can't play on the road. And then you're back for home games. Uh, It screws with the team chemistry. It screws with the rotations. It it makes the fans scratch their heads. It makes the broadcasters like, he can play at home, but he can't play on the road. So that is um, not a good situation. Let's look at the upcoming schedule for Michigan. They're ready to get to February. That schedule, it is brought to you by the Maize and Blue Reviews. Good afternoon, Michigan football and basketball. Heard three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, on this very feed that you're watching or listening to right now. So we'll be with you tomorrow. And we are done for January of 2024. Michigan basketball on to February. Michigan will... Host Rutgers coming up on Saturday in a four o'clock tilt. And then they will be back in action at home on Wednesday, taking on number six, Wisconsin. I've been able to watch Wisconsin a couple times. They're pretty good. Purdue and Wisconsin, the, the top of the, the Big Ten, so that'll be a rough. Michigan, this is a very winnable game. I don't know Say a very winnable. It's a winnable game against Rutgers. I wouldn't think that they would have much of a chance against Wisconsin. And then heading out on the road the uh, a week from Saturday to take on Nebraska, all those games on the Big Ten network. I want to give uh, all of you, if you have not seen this, There is an opportunity, I tell you, I want to see you guys on the the den, the posting board on the maze and blue review, discussing Michigan athletics, football, mostly football, but some basketball on the den on the maze and blue review. And I, you know, I urge you to join up by going to Michigan.rivals.com. Well, right now, the Maze and Blue Review is free until spring. This offer is valid for a limited time. So if you've ever wondered what it was like to get in there and know everything that's going on in recruiting, oh yeah, the coaching search and all that goes into the transfer portal and NIL, it's discussed all day and all night on the Maze and Blue Review. Use the promo code NAT. Champs 24. That's natchamps24michigan.rivals.com. We'll see you over there on the den. So that's it. Here's somebody talking about bringing Muscleman from Arkansas back to the Big Ten. <clears throat> but you got a nice little list there, and there's no shortage of, uh, of candidates. Like I said myself, I don't think Dutcher Dutch is going to be on that list. You can say, "Hey, you know, Jay Smith's on the, the staff. He was with there with Fish, and that's not a bad point." So, you know, maybe you, you never say never when it comes down to that. Uh, age could be a consideration when it comes down to Dutch. So, okay, <clears throat> we'll uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow on this feed. At two o'clock, and then we will talk with you again coming up on Saturday with Michigan taking on and hosting Rutgers at the Chrysler Center. Thanks so much for watching. Michigan Falls in their 21st game of the year to now 7 and 14 on the season, 2 and 8 in the Big Ten. They have lost nine out of their last 10 games. They lose it by 1981 to 62 on Tom Izzo's 69th birthday. He earns win number 700 in his career. That would have been nice to spoil all of that. But Tom Izzo gets to blow out the candles on his birthday cake with a smile. State moves to 13 and eight on the season and five and five in the Big Ten. So long, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks for watching and listening.